Okay, so what we're gonna actually do is jump off the roof into the pool, sub-freezing temperatures. On all hands and knees and just climbing around everything. Dylan! You son of a bitch. It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. Let me see that Yoda dick. This is what they do. Quitters never give up. Go ahead. And uh, from what I understand, quitters never give up. Fucking amazing. But quitters never never give up. Right, right, right. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. Quitters never. What the hell's it called? Quitters never give up. That's it. Quitters never give up. Because I said quitters never give up, and he said that's all they do. On the count of three. Hola, party people. It is episode 103 of Quitters Never Give Up. Uh, we have all the quitters here. We got Lindsay, we got Jen, we got Edwin, and we got Drew. How's everybody doing? Good. Alive. <laughs> Edwin was the pinball wizard last weekend or the whole week. How many, how many days did you stay in the pinball museum? I went uh, twice, and then I found another arcade and went there. And then I searched all over Vegas for anything that said arcade. It was a lot of okay. fun. Nice. <laughs> Edmund's a man after my own heart. Edmund? Edmund. Edmund, yes, Edmund. Edmund. He went away and got a new nickname. <laughs> Not Edwin, Edmund, because Edmund goes to the strip clubs and the casinos and all kinds of debauchery. Edwin right. goes to, yeah, to the pinball people. museum. Did you get any high scores, Edwin? I did. They had uh, two punch-outs, which is one of my favorite games. Both arcades I went to had one. Got the high score on both of them. Is, is it Mike Tyson's or is it a different one? No, this is the arcade, the stand-up one. Oh, Mike Tyson's punch-out was the home version on the NES. Oh, man, I could see. Wait, where's Lindsay's eyes? I want to see them rolling right out the board. <laughs> Why do people turn out? <laughs> No, the pinball museum or the no it's called the pinball hall of fame a lot of fun tons of pinball obviously old <laughs> electromechanical games which are so much fun remember those old baseball games this is before even probably christopher's time they'll throw a ball down you hit it and if you hit one thing it's an out one's a double and you try to score runs so these like are from like the cage? 50s no they're it's, it's really kind of like a pinball game but it's baseball yeah. It's mechanical. Yeah, they're very interesting. You would see it in like an antique type store. So they oh. had stuff like that besides pinball and a bunch of video games too. Very fun. This sounds like a lot of fun, but maybe not to listen to. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go over to messages then. <laughs> this is Lindsay from a train station. Hello. How are you? This can barely be heard. And I appreciate that. I'm going to stop recording now. Lindsay from a train station. Bravo. Why? What did you call us from a train station? I was testing audio. And as you, as you notice, it was deleted. So there was a reason for that. <laughs> yeah, but I got it. I, I mean, pulled it. 
I'm so, I'm so glad you did too. Yeah. Quality. <laughs> Quality podcasting. All right. We're going to do the week that was. Can I have your attention, please? Can I have your attention, please? Will the real Edwin please stand up? I repeat, will the real Edwin please uh, stand up? We're going to have a problem here. Y'all act like you haven't seen a Mormon before. George, down on the floor. I'm not concerned about the very poor. Got it wrong. Sorry, that's not what I meant. I want every American to be at the top 1%. <laughs> Get in the box. All right. <clears throat> this is the week. <laughs> This Hall of the... Fame just for that intro. By the way. <laughs> Does anyone know what that is actually based on? No, uh, but I love Barack it. Barack Obama being the real slim something. No, some guy went back and went through all of Obama's speeches, and he played. He did him doing that whole song, right? No. So the the second part of that was Mitt Romney, and they brought this up in the Internet Roundup. It was called the Real Mitt Romney, and so it's a full song based on the real Slim Shady. Um, but I'm way too lazy and it's, it doesn't uh, all translate into 2023. So this is the week that was March 19th to the 23rd, 2012. Um, Kev dog was on vacation this week in Cabo and Edwin ever the method actor also has abandoned us. <laughs> so I'm covering for him on the week that was. So let's start right off the bat with a check-in from Bean. It just hurts to move, hurts to breathe, hurts to live. Excellent. Excellent. Let's start with, do you want to play a game? This is my favorite game. How about you all? All right. So let's start with Jennifer Sunshine. I'm just going to play a second of a few clips. One, thing. one more time. Yes, please. One thing. I don't know. Steal, steal. Go ahead. That's Snooky. If one thing leads to another, I'm not going to tell him to get off. If one thing leads to another, yeah. I'm not going to tell him to get off. So this is a little bit of cheating, Eddie, but I will give you the point. All right. Next one is for dear Christopher. And I think you'll enjoy this one. I like big butts and I cannot lie. That is correct. <laughs> I like one more time. Pee. Did you hear that? No. Okay, hold on. I like derailing the game already. All right, any guesses from anyone? I no. like, did it say I like I warm like pee? Warm pee. That is correct. I like warm <laughs> pee. So they reviewed something from My Strange Addiction, and I will not get into it, but I know Christopher will look it up later. A lot of complaints about <laughs> uh, listeners being in the middle of their breakfast. Uh, not interested. Not interested, sir. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes uh it's already been like five minutes into the segment and no lisa may i'm actually surprised edwin's still here so here you go when i'm at the oh, top sorry sorry not lisa may that's adam carolla hold please i always get them confused for more tips visit jiffylubesocal.com i'm lisa may with k-rock traffic lisa said lube <laughs> <laughs> there you go eddie thank you so for realsies this time, so Adam Carolla came in with his week in rage, and I think this rant would have been helpful if Kev Dog was present for it. 
when I'm at the top of my driveway and I get in my car, it'll say, you have 22 miles left. And I'll think, oh, that's good enough to get me to the podcast and back. And then I back down the bottom of the driveway and it says I have six miles left. <laughs> and then I get to the bottom of the street a half mile later and it says I have zero and then I drive on zero to Fontana and back. <laughs> right. So, it doesn't I, make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. First off, when it gets to zero, guess what, bucko? You shouldn't go another eight feet unless the wind <laughs> is blowing real hard mm-hmm. behind you. Zero should mean zero. I have driven on zero looking for the gas. For gas. I've circumnavigated the globe like the Magellan <laughs> looking for gas on zero. Zero should mean zero. It doesn't. It's like it's like if your refrigerator calculated how much milk was left, when, then said, "Oh, you have a full gallon left," and then you picked it up and dumped a little in your coffee. Now you have a teaspoon left. <laughs> but then your kids were able to have nine bowls of cereal with what was left. It, it's, it's confusing. So if only this problem was solved back then, maybe the zero club would never have been a thing. What do you guys right? think? Yeah, yeah. No, the man speaks the truth. I like that I have a few miles after zero because I never pay attention and I normally wind up at zero but without see, even noticing. You know, I was coming to the Mojave once and it was traffic because they were doing road work. And I mean, I was 20 miles away and it's saying I have 20 miles. And guess what? When it said zero, it meant zero. So one mile out of Mojave, I am walking to get gas. Damn. Now that's zero. That's yeah. zero. All right. Um, I'm going to give this curdle to listener Drew. I got the mic. One more time. All right. The mic. I don't know. I don't steal, know. It. Steal. Nope. No oh. stealing this one. Oh. All right. So. One of the most important celebrity birthdays of the week was Mia Khan, Omar's first daughter. So happy birthday. And this is to note that both Omar and Kev Dog are out. So this show is going to be great. But here's the drop. Are you kidding? Omar's going to be a bad dad. Stop your crying. <laughs> but that technically, I think, was from before that week. So that's how Edwin knows, I would imagine. And we also got this drop. Daddy Omar Khan. Excellent. <laughs> this next one is for the group. It's that's uh, that's one more time. It's that's uh, that's that's the arts laugh cry said. Very good. <laughs> I mean, it's that's uh, that's the arts right there. You know, laughter, sad, cry, <laughs> everything. And you... so, a big theme for this whole week was uh, failed interviews, and it wasn't just Muggos who was failing, but. The theme was really Muggos uh, related. So in the beginning of the week, they reviewed his interview work on Casa de Mi Padre. So let's start with that. Without giving up uh, too much away, how many uh, just outrageous moments will we see in Casa de Mi Padre? Oh, well, I think no. it's, the, the whole movie is kind of an outrageous moment. I, I don't want to. I mean, <laughs> how many outrageous moments? Uh, seven. We have, we have locked in seven outrageous moments for, this, for the movie. Uh, another follow-up question about editing. How much was... Uh, cut out of the movie or it was everything kept in <laughs> was anything kept in Did you well if i know anything about hollywood it's that every minute of film that is shot ends up on the screen beer mug was anything not kept in well, not, not necessarily i mean there's stuff cut out sometimes and one question for will ferrell i just want to ask you one question what do you think the one question is um, ralph that he's gonna ask does anything outrageous happen in the movie <laughs> <laughs> That's a good guess. I'm I just want to ask you one question. Why are you so good? Why are you so good? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what? 
the question is so powerful he has to ask it twice. Why are you so good is the one question you're going to ask Will Ferrell. It's a good question. Does anyone remember who laughed or sad cry um, or who the interviewee on the other end of it was? I do. Wasn't it uh, Richard Dreyfus? Very good. Uh, so that was the big theme of the week, reviewing the interview with uh, Richard Dreyfus. So here's a little preview of it. Did you consider that he was a little cranky mugs or do you think that you just didn't give much to work with? Uh, well, yeah, that could have been it, but I, I think he's a, he's salted by the uh, movie industry a little bit, yeah, and that kind of uh, shown. The industry it, salted him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wondered about that. Does that make sense? He's that makes salty. Sense. No. Oh, he's salty. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But that's more from being at sea. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So already an excellent grasp on the English language. Now, this is the longest clip of this at a minute and 30. Um, just kind of demonstrates how many tangents Mugos goes on. Like, how much of this dude's time are you trying to waste is the only thing I could think. So, here we go. I am here with the legend, Mr. Richard Dreyfus. Uh, I, I had mentioned to one of my coworkers before I came here today that... Now, is there any way... <laughs> That this is heading in the good direction, Ralph, where no. that's how he's he's going to go off on one of his incredibly long... <laughs> when you think of actors, you think of Lawrence Olivier, David Hasselhoff. Sounds like one of those type openings. Like, how is this his open? Uh, I, I had mentioned to one of my coworkers before I came here today that I was going to be interviewing the legendary Richard Dreyfus about a uh, miniseries called Coma. And she got really excited. She's like, oh, Coma, I, I saw a movie called Coma about... Um, Patients going into a hospital oh, and for very minor things, and all of a sudden, them. Now, at, at any point, is this an interview with Richard Dreyfus, or is it just Beer Mug's one man play? I mean, it's a Beer tells you about conversations he's had with workers. I had to set it just up. Just going into comas. And, I, and she says, I wonder if it's the same thing. Now, it was a, uh, a film, original film by Michael Crichton. Uh, yes. The film was by Michael, yes. and the novel was by Robin Cook. Correct. Thank God you validated his information, <laughs> by the way. Correct. So at least Richard Dreyfus is there. At least we know he's actually there in the vicinity of Beer Bug's one-man show. Yes. Right? Still, still he's in the audience. Still no questions, by the way. We're 45 seconds into the interview. No questions yet. All right. So not to be outdone by the first clip, Muggos decides to add some more personal minutia. My seventh-grade music teacher, speaking of class of 66 was so gracious that she took us to see Mr. Holland's opus. And I, that honestly, I'm not blowing smoke here, but that changed my outlook on music at such a young age in seventh grade. So I just want to say kudos for that movie. That was awesome. So wait, so his movie from 25 years ago, you want to tell him how much you enjoyed seeing when you were in seventh grade? That's the point here? Finally, he's getting kudos for that performance. because No one noticed when that movie came out. How about Coma? How about the project he's working on now? Let's All see right. if we're, we're even hearing from Mr. Dreyfus yet. And the other day. Oh, I know come on. Here. Not too far. But I saw Steak Out on, on Cinemax. <laughs> you are funny. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable, right? It's Beer Mug standing in front of a guy talking about all the things that he's seen in real time when he's seen them. Like, what's happening here? Maybe we hear from Richard Dreyfus in this next one. Maybe. No. Uh, did you did you watch the original film and did you take any anything away or did you just kind of... <laughs> the film when it came out, but that's 30 years ago. Yeah. And so you just kind of went into this project, this four-hour miniseries, kind of with your own take? or Yeah. yeah. 
Um, now he's just bored. Yeah, now he's. And do you play the doctor? I play the creator of the institute. Oh, <laughs> very excited. Not half as excited as I am. <laughs> that's the point. That's the read right there where he is stabbing you to death Good with his eyes. Good for right? him. Good for him. Do you play the doctor? He's just he's just throwing stuff. He's just guessing now at this point. Are you a patient? It's not 20 questions. And oh, my Lord. <laughs> he definitely sounds salted in those clips. All right. We finally have an end to this. All right, I think we're almost near the end here. Not half as excited as I am. <laughs> Any uh, future plans after coma? Oh, is, uh, aired oh. and... No, I'm going to die. <laughs> nothing, 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 and... Well, Richard, thank you for your time. <laughs> you are truly one of my uh, inspirations. I'm not an actor, but co- comedic-wise, like, I mean, you, you take serious roles, comedic oh, roles, but... Come on. I mean, it's that's that's the arts right there. You know, laughter, sad, cry, everything. And you, Mr. Dreyfus, thank you so much. Okay, ladies oh and gentlemen, Beer interviews. That's the arts. Laughter, sad, cry. That is the arts. That's what they put on all the higher institutions of learning when it comes to the arts. Laughter, sad, cry. Do you think he'll uh, want to do a follow-up interview? I think he'll want to stick a grenade down your shorts. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, and one more clip. They, I know it's pretty bad. Uh, they review some of this. Well, you heard them reviewing it, but a new catchphrase comes out. I don't know who it was on our staff, Ralph, that came up with this, but I think it's going to catch on. And that is when a celebrity is quote unquote interviewed, like Mr. Dreyfus was, Richard Dreyfus was earlier this uh-huh. week. But when beer mug gets a hold of them, they've been mugged. Oh, there you go. They got mugged. <laughs> they got mugged. You just got mugged. You just got outrageous. Mugged. So everyone who mugs reality show. Yeah, everyone who's had to endure being interviewed on a red carpet by a beer mug, that's what happened is they got mugged. So I like that very much. Very strong. So <laughs> legendary Richard Dreyfus. He sounded so excited to be alive and so salted. Wow, the man's a legend just for that interview alone. <laughs> Could you imagine if Beer Mug interviewed Hugh Grant? <laughs> so oh, many yeah. possibilities. Oh Lord. <laughs> so many. All right. Uh Believe it or not, there were other contenders for the worst interview of that week. Uh, but I just want to play a little clip of Bean getting called out. Hey, now, it's about to get uh, loud in here. I'm warning you now. Oh, come isn't. on. Why don't be that way? You know what? That's how we get started off on the wrong foot every time I no, come in here. I'm just, uh, it's I'm... either it's going to get pretty lispy. It's going to get pretty loud. It's going to be pretty he, stupid. He does take a just... shot the minute you get on every, the air. I noticed, take yeah. Every shot. time. Yeah. The old no, shot across I'm... the bow. Just Not to let, at all. Just to it's let just... me know that I'm down here and Bean's it's way early. up there. Petros is not having it. Um. All right, just another little quiz. Do you remember the other notoriously terrible interviewee that appeared this week in 2012? No, not at all. No. Okay. Let's see if this clip will help you. How do you even narrow down what tracks to put on an album when you guys are as prolific as you are? I mean, how did you even choose what was going to come out officially? Um, I don't know. We just picked it. We like find a crackhead and just play him the song that he chooses and then <laughs> figure out the chocolates from there. Any guesses? Afro man. That is the artistic process of one Tyler, the creator who very clearly does not care to be interviewed. 
Uh, they also review some of this, and here's his next threatening answer. Now, I thought a fair question, since they're on the show to promote their television program on Adult Swim, is, I don't know, tell me a little bit about the show. And that's where this question apparently went wrong. Is there going to be much um, music on it as well, or just acting? Um, I mean, you'll see. You'll see. You'll see. What's, what, what's, what's the big pause, number one? Well, they got to collect that? their thoughts, Lisa. When you're coming up with, with deep, deep answers like this, you have to, you know, make sure you're in the right mindset. Again, a fair question. You guys are rappers. Will you be rapping on this show? Is there going to be odd future music, or is it just all sketch comedy? I thought, maybe tell us about the show, right? And it wasn't so much an answer as it was a thinly veiled threat, I think. <laughs> You'll see. So recognizing that this is going nowhere, <laughs> uh, Bean decides to dump out of the segment pretty quickly. Okay. Hey, guys, thanks for coming on. Good luck with the, sh- good luck with the show. Thanks for coming on. Oh, uh, thank you for having us on there, you know? Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye now. Such strong work. Oh, wow. (laughs) Drugs are weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It seems that Tyler is not one that likes to be interviewed or promote anything. Uh, Let's see. There was either a DeBarge birthday or a DeBarge in the news in 2012. So we get an opportunity for a listener to go in the file. Uh, Listener Eric Smith wrote in that he was there. He happened to witness the drug deals that went down. I guess he lives there in Encino. And he wrote a little transcript of what happened between the cops and uh, El DeBarge. He said, uh, here's what I overheard during the El DeBarge drug bust. Cop, where'd you get all this dope, El? El, Johnny, cop. Who's Johnny? (laughs) Come on. Eric Smith, everybody. Eric Smith. See? Steve, your because he had a song called Who's Johnny? Who's Johnny? Right? Who's Johnny? Someone was tweeting yesterday about how he was experienced the rhythm of the night in jail. Oh, so I think it uh, does not end there. Can we put listeners in the file? Yes, we can, as a matter of fact. <laughs> we can put, Eric, we can put Eric, Eric in, might the have to go in the file. Sure. So Eric Smith, if you're out there, yeah, Eric, and come on our show. <laughs> they never did ask him if he'd like to take it back. All right, we're coming in for a landing here. Can anyone guess what this is referring to? No, okay. no, no, that's not how it works. But isn't it possible that the movie can still be great even if no. the origin is a little bit different if they're no. aliens? But no. isn't the important no. thing? No, no, no. All right, let no, me ask no, the question. No, 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 is no, 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 no. But no, 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 no. No, what I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. Anyone? Anyone know? No, but that was awesome. Uh apparently there was a remake of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Michael Bay was directing it. So I guess everyone was Oh yeah, I remember this. Yeah, so I don't know if Ralph was playing a bit there or if he was really offended by it. They checked in at the end of the week with uh, Linus, and we get this clip. Such a weight on his shoulders, having such an enormous penis. <laughs> I, it's weird. That's an unusual place for it to be on one's body. It is. <laughs> All right. uh, they reviewed some tweets from Kev Dog, which were as hilariously Kev Dog as one would expect. Really uh, no grasp on the English language, as per usual. I'll probably post those on the Instagram stories. Uh, I forgot. There was one more Magos moment. It's very short. And Derek Wibley of Sum 41 is 32 years old. Remember when he got mugged backstage? Derek yeah, Wibley? he did get mugged. Yeah. Backstage at the Grammy roundtable, 
with Dexter from some, I'm sorry, Derek from some 41. I mostly played this because I mistakenly labeled this as dexterity some 41. Thanks, autocorrect. All right, last game of Curdle. This is going out to anybody who can guess it. Hold, please. Oh, that's, uh, I'm the best. Yes, I'm the best from rapper Gillionaire. They went through this all um, week and they decided it was kind of an earworm. Um, but I'm going to play myself off with some I'm the best. Um, that's the week that was. Back to you, Steve. And don't ever make me do this again, please. I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. Sweat, 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 sweat. I'm the best. 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 Standing on a car, finger in the air. With some women's with my fingers in their head. Yes, I be the one that went street fighter tournaments. Make a million dollars without even earning it. I got the highest score in the world on my SAT. And then I went to Everest to learn how to slay them trees. I don't have to count to know I'm worth a billion. You know what bigger number? I am worth a gillion. All done. <laughs> And that's the week that was. Oh, I thought that was best. Nice I'm done. right again. There it is. There it is. What was that? Sorry. I meant that one. All right. Uh, what? Uh, shall we do the round of? Why, thank you, round. Back to you, round. Nailed it. Ow! 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 You get it when you want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. All right, this week started off on a very sad note as uh, we found out about Steve. I'll play a little bit of Ralph uh, discussing what happened on the opening of Monday's show. We've got some uh, rough news we got over the weekend, and I wanted to share it with you guys because we are family, and I didn't want to just go on as if everything was normal because it's, it's not normal right now. We got the uh, devastating news over the weekend that our own Steve Ashton had a stroke in his home um, the end of last week, beginning of the weekend. And Steve's in bad shape. He's in the hospital right now. They initially, uh, when they found him, he was unresponsive and they got him to the hospital and they uh, diagnosed him with what appeared to be a brain bleed. So he went into neurosurgery as quickly as they could get him in. And I've been in touch with his family and the information is hard to get because obviously they're going through an enormous amount and uh, they were kind enough to reach out in the first place, both to Eddie and myself. Um, it's it's bad, obviously. Um, the surgery was a relative success in the sense that he came through it okay. Yeah. But he is on, still unconscious as of right now, and uh, the uh, they've got a tube feeding him, 
And now it's the hardest part. It's just the waiting game. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you as much information as I know day to day as we go through it. And we're all just going to hope for the best and try to stay positive and, and hope that he comes through this and he's okay on the other side. Yeah. Very hard to hear. I mean, you can hear Ralph breaking down there. There is a GoFundMe for Steve. So check on uh, Eddie Pence's. Eddie Pence tweeted that out and check with the with Ralph's uh, Twitter um, and donate. There was some positive news. He had a, a lot of recovery going on. He was recovering a little faster than normal. He was up and awake by, I think, Wednesday. But he's not going to be on the show for a while. and He's going to be missed. We all hope the best for Steve. We hope you come back to us soon. All right, let's uh, follow that up with a Woody Woodpecker clip. 1994, Walter Lance passed away. Walter Lance, Eddie Pence, does that name ring a bell? Woody Woodpecker. (laughs) Hated Woody Woodpecker. You did? So much. Why? Because he was just an asshole. Now, the early versions of Woody Woodpecker, when he was absolutely insane, I didn't like as much. I liked the later Woody Woodpecker. But like the early ones, he was just fucking on crack. He was like methed out. He was on crack all the time. No, later on, he was a little more subdued. He was a little more Bugs Bunny like with his snarkiness. And but like early, early Woody Woodpecker, he was fucking like on meth. Yeah, I was never. Fan. He was insane. I found the whole thing abrasive. Just really? a whole. Cartoon. I like the walrus. The walrus what was the. Oh yeah, what was that his guy? Name? Woody, 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 Woolly. I think it was Woolly the Walrus. Woody, I forgot wasn't that. Woody, 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 was the, Woody was the Woody was the woodpecker. woodpecker. They wouldn't have two. Woody the Walrus. Uh, his name was uh, <laughs> Brutus. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. That's who it was. Edwin, what was the Walrus's name? Help us out here. Oh, the Walrus. The Walrus. Barbara Walter said his name. <laughs> what was the Walrus's name? I can't remember, name? but I remember he spoke with like a a stereotypical Swedish accent. It was Wally the Walrus. Okay. I don't Edwin, I'm disappointed. <clears throat> Did he also do Chili Willy the Penguin? Yes. And uh, Andy Panda was another Walter Lance thing. Yes. And Lindsay is completely Andy. lost. I hated Andy. I, I knew Woody, Woody, Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> Woody Woodpecker and Wally the Walrus. Um. Woody Woodpecker was pretty much like a, you know, a bootleg Bugs Bunny to me, I thought. I always thought that. Because even the yeah. early Bugs Bunny was uh, was, was kind of like the early methed out Woody Woodpecker. Well, yeah, they're very similar. As a matter of fact, Mel Blank did the voice for Woody originally. And yeah. he had the same laugh in Warner Brothers cartoons, exact same laugh. So, yeah, he was, he was a lesser of the Golden Age. But... I have to disagree with Eddie Pence on one thing. The early ones where he's nuts, they're beautiful cartoons. They're very well animated. They're lush. Mm-hmm. He's an annoying character. Yeah, I'll give him that. Why do people turn out? Ralph brought up a memory from high school. When I was in high school, yeah. 1982, mm-hmm. all nine of the planets lined up on the same side of the sun. Oh, really? It was called the Grand Alignment. Okay. And the thing at the time was we were told that it was the end of the world. Right. It was the end of the world because all the gravitational pull was, was going to be suck on one us side. Into the sun. So my friends and I said, it, then we're going to have an end of the world party. I'm surprised you remember this. Oh, I remember it vividly <laughs> because it all happened on like a Wednesday. Oh, oh, school night. And so the next day <laughs> when the world had not ended, we wished it had oh. because we were all 
so desperately oh, hung over the next day. That was probably brutal. And we had to go in for an early rehearsal before school like, for the musical, the music man <laughs> that we were doing in my senior year. He was just sweating beer and, and just like... red eyed and just, just <laughs> fucking foul. But you honestly thought the world was ending that night. We didn't know. I would have been much more pissed if the world had ended. And you didn't party. And I didn't go out on right. a high note. Right. So okay. you got to, you know, you, know. you got to be wise about these things. And the, the choir master was like, what happened to you guys? <laughs> What'd you have, an end-of-the-world party? <laughs> he like, called it. <laughs> like, yeah. These type of things happen like almost every five years, right, where they think the world's going to end. Yeah, like two, uh, 2012, that was one, and then 2020 is again. Yeah, it's just they keep coming. Oh, man. But, <laughs> but everybody loves an end-of-the-world party. Speaking of parties, this week was William Shatner's birthday. What better day to celebrate the great William Shatner than today, which is his 92nd birthday. He's 92. He's 92 years old. Wow. And I have to say, remarkably spry and with it and appears to be a man 10 years younger. Yeah, he doesn't doesn't come off as 92. And he's currently working on a documentary, apparently, about his life now. And I think that should be fascinating. Say what you want about him. Yeah, he's a bit of a blowhard, and he certainly has an ego on him. <laughs> he does love himself. Um, but he, I think he's also enormously talented and interesting. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm never bored by no, him. No, he's not a boring person. So here it is to celebrate Bill Shatner's 92nd birthday. Today's happy hit, his cover of Common People. So while Ralph plays a happy hit for William Shatner, I'm going to do a flashback. It was William Shatner's birthday. What would be a good William Shatner clip? Eddie. Skin. <laughs> Eddie, I think we did this. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, uh, oh. do you not remember when we covered this entire segment on a previous podcast? No, I guess I don't. Yeah, it, was, it sounds really familiar. It was on the gamers. <laughs> Eddie, I think that was the song that you were asked to guess. Yeah, it probably was. I wonder it was familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, though. That was the best. Bravo, Eddie. Bravo. Damn, Jen, your scorn. voice sounds annoying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty sharp for a 92-year-old. A little bit of a blowhard. Sharper blow than me. Shark is a tap. <laughs> All right. The Frank and Friends show was back this week, and so was Catherine Frady. And she goes into how she loses things, especially her AirPods. Well, loses and then finds them. I mean, I'm notorious for losing things and then refinding them in strange places. So what do you do with all these extra AirPods? Well, currently, I just found two extra sets this weekend. <laughs> I was looking through my bags to find my bank card because I lost my bank card the last time I, the last time I saw it was when I was in Knoxville, like in February or something. I don't even remember when I was here because I can clearly see that it's not been stolen. Which is good. Which is great. So I know it's somewhere. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking through everything, you know, on all hands and knees and just climbing around everything. But I did find two sets of AirPods on my journey to find my credit card. (laughs) I wouldn't mention any particular spouse or close relative who uh, may have lost a credit card and has been on the phone to notify the company when said husband finds them in the back pocket of the clothes she was wearing the week before. Yeah. My wife is kind of the same way. She loses things all the time. I always have to find things for her. Same as sports guy. Can't, 
can't find anything the misses as well and it i have it down to like a whole like let's trace back your steps you went here 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 here's your thing oh and and diana gets so annoyed when i try and trace back your steps where was the last time you saw it it it, it doesn't work out never never does i have not a helpful question no yeah (laughs) Yeah. but i'm glad she found like six sets of airpods Never even owned a pair of AirPods, but okay. Richie, Rich kind of over expensive. Here. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, I was doing the math on that. I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. Well, she she does opera, and so I imagine she just writes mm-hmm. them off. Some kind of yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. We got a tax thing. Let's go over to our second podcast, the Gilded Playlist. Uh, a couple more listener comments. Uh, Lindsay coming in and says, uh, "Oh yeah, she asked for the straw." It's just go. Lindsay. I mean, why doesn't she get a job? What does she do all day? Uh, she sent in this drop and said, "I don't hate it." Uh, she just she doesn't hate it. So that was a yes. Um, Christopher coming in as well and has, has said, "I have accepted that I am not in her demographic." And Christopher also says, "I don't hate it." But no, wait, I hate it. That's definitely a no for me, dog, which I also have now, thanks to Chris. It's definitely a no for me, dog. So he got my clip from, I think, listening to us. You sent in your clip of I don't hate it, or I hate it. Yeah. No, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. So you're sending him the clips, advance. I'm trying to play a game, like, see if he has it. And then being disappointed when he doesn't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I love that clip so much, and I would challenge. I, I can't imagine that anybody that listens to our show knows where that's from. Do any of you? I have no idea. Nope. Okay. American Idol. No. We'll see. Call right now, and we'll get right back to you. <laughs> oh, by the way, I got out of Vegas just before Taylor Swift was doing her concert, so I thought that was a good sign. Lucky you. Let's go over to Cupatina chat where Ali also disappoints us. When Ali and Bean start their podcast, we've seen they like to start with their personal minutia. Ali takes lots of walks, Bean sets back the clocks when it's daylight savings time, but it's me. <laughs> Nailed it. Fantastic. Listen, I don't know a lot about that band that you love. Neutral Milk Hotel. Yeah. If it sounds anything like that, what are you doing with your life? It's kind of quirky. It's not, look, it's not a sound that's for everyone. I thought it was the Peak the Rodeo Cowboy at the beginning. (laughs) Very similar, yes. Right? Peak the Rodeo Cowboy. Uh, (laughs) Nothing's coming up Edwin this week. (laughs) yeah and they didn't mention me at all my long con being peak all those years right they brought back ali the dream interpreter with uh beans nightmares and so recently was the anniversary of when they all got fired over the phone during the pandemic so this nightmare kind of really ties into that there's a thing that i dream frequently and by frequently i mean three or four times a year with 100 percent accurate realistic events happening in my brain, okay? Except it didn't happen. I got fired from the Kevin and Bean show that I was brought in by Mr. Weatherby, our boss, and he said, look, this is the meeting and I can picture it. He said, we gotta make some changes on the show and we've decided that we're gonna let you go. 
but everyone else is staying on the show. Mm. So Kevin is still on the show. You're still on the show. Jensen is still on the show. Beer Mug, Omar, Chip, the whole team is still there. I'm the one who's asked to leave. And Allie, that wakes me up and I go, why was I hired? And when should I call that rat bastard and ask and demand an explanation? Okay. And then I go, oh no, that's not what happened at all. I left, I, I quit, I retired. Yeah. So Bean's feeling a lot of guilt there. At least that's what Allie thought. Allie thinks that dream is all about him when he retired and then they got fired right after that. But it's a pretty amazing and vivid dream that he has that he got fired and Jensen's still working there. Anyhow. <laughs> That's too deep for me. I'm trying to process. <laughs> the only one who didn't get fired is the one who has the dream. Let me play Ali's interpretation. We then are fired four months later over the phone during a pandemic. A lot of people at that time, obviously upset, like, how could that happen to you guys? That sucks. But there was a majority of people that were like, I don't know, the show went downhill as soon as Bean left. It's because Bean left. I feel that you have taken on some of that part of you that wonders if you still were on Kevin and Bean, would it still be happening? Boom! Hmm. If I had known, if someone had come to me and said, hey, just so you know, there's a global pandemic on the way, you're all right. gonna be fired in March, I would have stuck around to the very end. Yeah. So is it guilt on my part? Yes, is that what it, I think that somehow little... I'm responsible. But yes. it wasn't me. It was the pandemic. That's what it was. Is they they looked at the money that wasn't going to be coming in for 2020, and they said right. we can't afford any of the stuff that we are paying for right now. We got to strip it right. to the bone. And obviously, broadcasting was just one of many businesses that did that. It didn't have anything to do with me. Tell your dream. Now there's a there's something with Bean's interpretation that I find odd because they got fired just before everything shut down, like the week after. So I always thought that it had nothing to do with the pandemic, that this was just gonna happen, period. Same, that, that, yeah. that was always my feeling on it. I just think it was just timing and excuse used by Intercom, so. And I believe they fired a bunch of people, right? I mean, it yes. was it was multiple different shows. A lot of the staffs, uh, some did get brought back in different areas later on, but they were basically laid off. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think radio was going in some kind of direction where they're going to syndicate one show, and because we hear Omar talking about working on numbers of shows, so I think even if Beam was there, if they were going to fire at the same time. Yeah, it's definitely moving towards chatbot radio. Let's go over to the bonus episode. There was a brief discussion about the bonus episode on Wednesday. And I'm a little panicked now that we're already two thirds of the way through March mm -hmm. and we haven't recorded a bonus episode yet. And I started thinking about, I wonder if we're taking on too much. And by the way, in no way to minimize your contributions, but it is significantly more work on my end when we do those sorts of episodes because of all of the editing involved, which right. I end up having to do on top of the regular show editing, right? right? But I started wondering how essential the bonus episodes are to the core of why people subscribe mm -hmm. and listen to us. Mm -hmm. And the answer I keep coming up with is people love the bonus episodes. <laughs> okay, okay. But then I think I want this show to be sustainable if it is going to continue. So I'm worried that we are overcommitted at this point right. with how much we're trying to provide each month. Mm -hmm. And that's why I floated with you. Do you think 
the bonus episode is something that is negotiable for our teabaggers, God bless them, or is it the type of thing where people will go, look, I'm already paying and I don't have to pay for most podcasts. If you're not if you're not going to provide the bonus episodes too, then I don't think I'm interested. It's not worth it. That's what I, that's my big fear. That would that that would make me very sad because I do think we we put out a lot of content. Mm -hmm. uh, that would bum me out. I mean, I think the gist of why people subscribe are these shows: the Monday, these Wednesday, Friday shows, yes. show that they can count on, and For those sure. aren't going sure. anywhere. But I'm right. wondering what you think the reaction would be. Mm if we didn't do a bonus episode, or if we didn't do a bonus episode every month. I'm right. wondering if you think, how would people respond to that? Let's take a look at the Facebook page and the Patreon page to see how they reacted. It didn't go over well. I mean, well, actually, did. there was a couple of people that didn't like it, but most people were like, well, yeah, I, I subscribed to the show. I'm not going to stop subscribing to the show, but I love the bonus episodes. I did feel when they changed the tiers that they put a lot on that basic, that basic level. And, and I think that that that's coming back to them a little bit. What do you guys think? I think beans riding the slow train to burnout. He's putting way too much oh, pressure maybe. on himself. That's my opinion. Yeah. That probably isn't necessary as they have the conversations with, with the subscribers. And then I want to say there's like four a month or something. And then they edit those. They could probably get rid of that. <laughs> they want to save time. I mean, it's it's fine to kind of get to know people, but there's enough on the Facebook page group and everything else that to get to know people. Well, that's the stalker level. Um, and I think that's a perk for paying like the primo rate, the $20 a month. I, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind if they scaled back the bonus episode. I know people want to hear them interviewing, but they they don't interview every month. Or or maybe they could outsource the, the editing. Maybe like Drew could pick up the editing for the bonus. Yo, I, I'm, that's not even, I'm not going to lie. That's not a bad idea. Like uh, you, there's plenty of us out there I'm sure would gladly volunteer our time and put something together. Um, so, I mean, that, that you know, hey, so she hey, being if what's you're that? stalker level, you get to edit an episode. How about that? <laughs> you got to pay for that right to work. Yeah, pay to work. Now, real quick, I'm with Christopher. I'd loved every bonus episode, but if those disappeared, I wouldn't be disappointed. I'm there for the Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Same. Have you loved? Have you loved every bonus episode? I mean, there was one where they had like a weird conversation in a cafe and they wound up talking about incest uh, yeah that one, that one i could have skipped over there's there a few i actually didn't enjoy not saying like you know it's not good like it was done badly or anything it's just like not my subject matter i'm sorry yeah like, I, or I, I hate... maybe um maybe they don't do it every month but when they do a bonus episode because the mark thompson episode is excellent richard blade was excellent they kind of save that for something really good well, if the $5 includes the bonus episode anyway, then just make it an episode. Right. That's what I think. Yeah. We're saying don't yeah. burn out, Bean. We can't take it again. Yeah. We can't lose you again. What's the yeah. joke from Family Guy? It's not like the internet to go crazy about something that's not important. <laughs> right. <laughs> Especially the Kevin and Bean fan base. Yeah. And I thought, I thought just in the podcast that they got rid of like all the people that would be 
that would give such a backlash. I thought everybody would be cool with it, but uh, I did see a few people that, that wanted their money's worth, their $5 worth. Anyhow, well, that's the podcast roundup. Shall we do the uh, flashback that needs no introduction? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. Hello and welcome to a very special flashback because I'm going to introduce you now. Flashback. And now, flashback. Let's have a look at this. Just play the intro. Uh, okay, so speaking of getting fired, there's a reason why they don't fire radio DJs um, and then give them a chance to say goodbye because they usually do it with a tiny bit of anger. Kiss my ass, Cox Radio Jacksonville, and especially you, Bill Hendrick, and David Israel. You two empty suits will be lucky if this is the only time this happens to you, and it's going to be a bright day in Jacksonville when your desks are emptied and radio is free of you. Now, this shows you how much they're paying attention, by the way, because they should have been in here by now, and if they were really listening to the radio stations and knew what was going on. So thanks for nothing. Rotten hell, Cox Radio. I am gone. Wow. This is a guy in Jacksonville, Florida, who found out while he was on the air that he was being replaced with somebody else. So he took the opportunity to share that with the listeners and then quit. And he literally got up and walked out of the studio. And there was just dead air until somebody could come in and start playing a song or something. When it's time for the Kevin and Bean show to be gone, and believe me, it's not that far away, you're we're not going to have a chance to say goodbye. Oh, God, no. And we're going to be so scrubbed from the website. Yeah. It'll be as if we never existed. That's the, usually the, how they do the it. The day that we're gone. And you're going to call and go, hey, what happened to Kevin and Bean? They were on yesterday. And they will have, they will tell you that they have never heard of us. Go, Don't Who? worry. Mike and I will say goodbye for you. <laughs> okay, <good. laughs> yeah, but no problem. Can we call in on your show nice. at all? Or? No. Yeah, no. Nope. nuts. It's craziness. <laughs> well, fortunately, that didn't really happen. Kevin's back on the radio with Sluggo. We've got the podcasts. And you can still find and thank God for the archive. Thank you, Kevin Stockdale. Stockdale. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, when they got fired, that's why I was really prepared for it. They'd been talking about being fired since like '94, yeah, so once they were gone, I was like, "Yeah, this, I knew this day was coming." In the meantime, is it time? Do we have time for another moment with Kevin? All right. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. I promise I'll reboard when there are no further acknowledgments. <laughs> That was a moment with Kevin. Oh, all right, I see it. <laughs> if this is not evil, then evil has no meaning. How about one more moment with Kevin before we call oh, it a day? Oh, why you guys not? Say? I miss, I miss uh, old Blondie. Kevin's on vacation. You put it away. Oh, he put well, Kevin go get away. it. That's oh, my hell. Don't stand there and tell me you put it away. What you kind did... of a hurry are you in today? Where do you need to go I'm, at 10.01? I'm vamping here, buying you time to go in the closet and get it, and you're standing there telling me you put it away. What's wrong with Omar? We're Everything. doing a show here. You're already closing up things before we're done, yeah, he dude. Said he here we wouldn't go. Here screw we go. up today. Yeah. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. And we're going to try and do that, but it's really difficult to get anything by because they watch us with a fine-tooth comb. <laughs> <laughs> we just hard to do. <laughs> we are watched with a fine tooth comb, really? 
That was A Moment with Kevin. Very nice. Thank yeah. you, Omar. If you've noticed that Kevin is not here this week because he's on vacation, then maybe it's hard for you. We've got a little something for you to ease the separation withdrawals. And now, it's time for A Moment with Kevin. Right Isn't that a hundred miles more good news than you've had in the last ten years? <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. Oh, remember that guy, Lisa? Sick. He was funny. Yes, I like that guy. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. I saw it as an alphabet with about eight letters missing. You know, A B C D F G. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. That was a moment with Kevin. Oh, I missed that little guy. Come on. <laughs> wow. back on Monday. Before we get into sports with money, do we have time for another Kevin moment, please? I think so. Let's pay tribute. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. Look, we uh, we uh, we wanted to when you were coming up. The first we said, "What should we ask Dennis oh, Francis?" What? <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. Famous you know. Dennis Franz interview. <laughs> When they asked uh, Dennis Franz why he was finally walking away from the role of a lifetime, Detective Sipowitz on NYPD Blue, he said so he didn't have to get interviewed by that asshat Kevin anymore. That's true. <laughs> and that's the reason he hugged it up. We have time to remember the late, great Kevin Ryder. Can we do that, please? I think it's only right to pay him tribute. And now, it's time for a moment with Kevin. If you, if you have food and you have dinner, you have steak and you have a baked potato, and then you have dessert, you have ice cream, and then you put... Whipped cream on top of the ice cream. The whipped cream is dessert. Yeah. That was a moment with Kevin. Aww. And before he passed away, he was a professional broadcaster, believe it or not. Uh, actually, yeah, just, just on vacation. He's just what? on vacation. Right? Yeah. I'll be back on, uh, he'll be back on Monday. So the magic returns Monday morning right here on the Kevin and Bean Show. Yeah. Ralph and I have the showbiz news lineup ready to go. Do we have yeah. time for one more moment with Kevin, though? Well, I think since his passing, it's only right that we pay tribute to him. <laughs> and now it's time for a moment with Kevin. Now, um, how, uh, I forgot what I was going to ask. That was A Moment with Kevin. Ladies and gentlemen, the return of the monkey, Monday morning. Kevin comes back for vacation here on the world. So Wolf good. Kids. I love those. Great. Speaking of monkey, the amp show was all monkey songs. A tribute to Kevin, that's what Bean said. Yes. Very entertaining. His, yeah. His birthday's next week is what uh, Bean said. When is his birthday? Do you know? No, I don't know. I think I have it on the calendar. Uh, we had a party for him last year. Hmm. I can't we, remember. Uh, the the no the coven. Uh, the coven and uh, Dave the King of Mexico. Oh, yeah, that that happened last year on Kevin's birthday. We had a party. So that must have been a moment of party. <laughs> no, it, was, no, it was a party. Oh, that's what they got to call it. Kevin's moment of party. <laughs> All right. Do you guys want to play a game? Yeah. Yes. So the game is The Eyes Have It. So it's the eyes have it. I don't know if you got that from the feed. Mr. Announcer Man. Good morning, Kevin and B. Oh, 
How are you today? I'm doing great. <laughs> now, Mr. Announcer Man, are you, uh, are you an iPod guy? Do you have a bunch? I have a bunch of iPods. A bunch of iPods. <laughs> right. None as cool as these with the video and the radio and the whatnot. Well, there is that. Yeah. Sure. And the shuffle, by the way, is the size of a pinhead, if those of you that haven't seen that. But uh, explain to the people the game and what the answers involve, Mr. Announcer Man. We'll be asking general trivia questions. However, every answer has the sound I in it. So if their answer doesn't have the sound I in it, what would they do? Not give that okay. answer. Right. Okay. You think we're being ridiculous, but it's going to happen. I can't it wait for it to happen. <laughs> Who do we have first, Mr. Announcer Man? First up is Pedro. I, 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 I. <laughs> he works for the UPS. Hi, Pedro. Hi, good morning. What's up? Good morning. Ready to play the eyes have it. You understand the game as it has been explained? Yes. Okay. Built as the entrance arch to the 1989 World's Fair, this famous monument is the tallest standing structure in Paris. Anyone? Eiffel Tower? That thing. Be the 1889 World's Fair. That one, too. Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower That's is correct. Right. Eiffel Tower! <laughs> Pedro speaks Kevin, so it's no problem. He, he understood that I was 100 years off. But other than that, everything is good. You hold on for the drawing. Who else do we have, Mr. Announcer Man? Next up is Richard. He's a piece of furniture, apparently. <laughs> You, hello, hello, guys. Hi, how hi, are you? Hi, Richard. Yeah. Here's your question. By the way, there was a lot of talk about me not reading the questions. A lot of <laughs> So that. far, so good. <laughs> <laughs> this legendary type of Chevy Camaro was introduced in 1985 and quickly became the it car for cheesy guidos in Jersey and mustachioed cops all over this great nation of ours. Anyone? I rock. I rock. Yes. Type of Chevy Camaro. Doesn't look like. Looks like his phone dropped. Sounds like oh. he's gone. Oh, he left. His phone got disconnected. That was give the same question right. to Joe then. All right. Joe's had a chance to hear it already. So sure. he's Joe. Hi. Hello, Joe. Joe. <laughs> Joe's gone. Oh. We are not. Oh, having, this is a bad sign. We're not having phone problems again. Wow, this is good for Pedro though, because he's the only, <laughs> he got one right. He's gonna get nine iPods. He's gonna get nine iPods. All right, let's, let's try Brian. Oh, see what happened. Uh, nice. Hey, Brian. Brian. Hello. Hey, okay. there you are. Stay there. Hey. Wow, this is odd. People can't hear us. All right, uh, did, I'm gonna read the question for you again. Oh crap! How <laughs> dare you? This legendary type of Chevy Camaro was introduced in 1985 and quickly became the it car for cheesy guidos in Jersey and mustachioed cops all over this great nation of ours. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it, your answer did have an I yeah, in it. Yeah, we can't make fun of you. But incorrect. It's uh, IROC or IROC Z. Yeah, I never would have gotten that. Well, you shouldn't have. He's a dude. Yeah, that's You know true. what I mean? He should have got it. Yeah. Who, who else do we have, Mr. Announcer Man? Let's go to Doug. He doesn't have a job. He could use an iPod. <laughs> hey, Doug. Hey, good morning. Are morning. you ready for the eyes have it? Yes, I am. All right, I'm going to try my best on this one, but Come there's no possible God. way. <laughs> this Islamic Republic is not only President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad's <laughs> stomping ground, but is also the title of the Flock of Seagulls' most kick-ass song. Anyone? Iran. Oh, is that Iran? Yeah, it is. Uh, how would you guess? <laughs> hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. 
what we're going to do is we're going to wait for him to come up with the answer. And then, and then play that. And then when he says Iran, that's when we back it up with the song. How could he guess it was Iran when you played Iran before he answered? That may not have been good timing at all. No, it was great. Hey, congratulations. How did you know that one, Doug? You're in the drive. Just a lucky guess. Yeah, lucky for you that Mike's an idiot. Wow. All right, who else do we have, Mr. Announcer Man? Next up is Amanda. Wow, you are dumb. <laughs> Hi, Amanda. Hi. All right, you ready for your question? Yes, I am. Here you go. A beautiful state in Pacific Northwest. That was one of the first stops on Bean's Great Haircut Edition. Expedition. Or expedition. Sure. <laughs> like it matters. The 43rd state admitted into the union, and goddamn, do they love potatoes and white people. <laughs> Anyone? Idaho. 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 Idaho is correct. Idaho. Nicely done. Yes, you are, Amanda. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. All right, who All else right. do we have, Mr. Announcer? Next man? up is Mike. See, because it has an I in it. Yes. I got hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going? Good morning. Uh, how's it? Morning, morning. Uh, you a Simpsons fan, I hope? Uh, sure. Okay, good. Many Simpsons fans believe the Spanish phrase were Bart's first words. It indicates surprise or shock, and Bart still commonly shouts it. Ay caramba. Ay caramba. Ay caramba. Ay caramba. Ay caramba. Is correct. Nicely done. Uh, who else do we have, Mr. Announcer Man? Next up is Andrew. Andrew, hi. Popozow, people, how's it going? Popozow. Here's your question, Andrew. Uh, this was the band's Survivor's biggest hit, written at the request of, St- of Sly Stallone to be used in Rocky Three. It is still the best song in the world to get pumped to. I have the tiger. I have the tiger. Since <laughs> we're all just shouting the answers out. <laughs> I have the See, Mike, after he says, I have the tiger, that's oh, then we play the audio. Yeah. Then we play the song. That would, that's better. To reinforce it. That's All right. much better. Lisa May has a uh, has the drawing. Okay. We can get so three winners. How many people? I'm going to get three. So I'm going to discard two of these. That's correct. And I have got Doug. All right. The unemployed guy, Doug. Doug! Congratulations, <laughs> Doug. You got the three iPods and the $5 gift certificate. Thank you very much. Nicely done. We got Mike. Mike! <laughs> All right, Mike. Yes. Congratulations. You got it. Thanks. And, and Amanda. Amanda. Oh, the music Amanda. ran out. Start it again. There we go. <laughs> oh, that's Andrew. Sorry. This is working well. Hey, Amanda. Amanda. Oh, there she is. Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hi. You Nicely win? done. Say Idaho again. So Say Idaho. <laughs> Idaho. You sure are. <laughs> <laughs> Well-oiled machine. Well-oiled machine. Right? So good. Okay. And then we have, well, I'll just stay quiet for now. Hey, did you guys hear that Jessica Simpson and Paris Hilton are going to start a band? Yeah, they're doing a cover of Misery Business. Uh, they call themselves Para-whores. Para-whores. See, Para-whores. We're playing Paramore. See, because they're whores. Oh, I gotcha. You, sir, have a future in the lucrative world of comedy writing. <laughs> I think he does. We got to get that fun. guy on our show. I know, oh, right? Pete the Rodeo Clown is so things. funny. <laughs> That's all for me this week. Yay. Yay. Eddie was on fire. <laughs> I have another drop. Does anyone recognize this? It's very, very faint. I know. What? One more time. Let me turn the volume all the way up. I, I heard what it said, but I don't know what it's from. It's from Ted Lasso. Oh, really? The most 
yeah, the season premiere, the bus driver's name, I guess, is K-Rock. So sent that to Bean. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, K-Rock. The, the bus driver's name is K-Rock? That's yeah, weird. yeah. I know, I know a guy out here named J-Rock. So, I mean, it's yeah. just, you, you take a letter and add rock to it. Makes sense. Thank you for joining us on Quitters Never Give Up. We're your one-stop shop for everything Kevin and Bean, past, present, or future. Look us up on the socials, leave us a voice message, and we'll see you in the funny papers. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. I rock and roll all day long, sweet Susie. Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm sweating out of my boobs. I just can't. <laughs> okay, isolate the, that. Isolate that. That's the name that. of this episode. Yeah. Uh. <laughs>